Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to Kings of Non Sequitur. Any topic, any subject, anything goes. With your host, Jay Andre. Good evening. Welcome in. You indeed have Kings of Non Sequitur, the off-season version of In Much Less Detail, the podcast, here with you live on a Wednesday night, June the 29th, 2022. I'm Dre. My co-host, Jay, hopefully will be joining us shortly. Uh, We were supposed to have our show last night. Uh, Jay had some issues. Uh, His son had uh, an injury situation, and uh, I don't know if that's uh, why... Jay is delayed tonight, but hopefully everything is okay with his son. I texted with Jay earlier today, and he indicated that his son was uh, his, his foot was beat up, but uh, they were suspecting uh, maybe broken bones and broken toes. But it was not that serious. It would look like so. Hopefully everything works out, and hopefully Jay will be joining us in a moment. Uh, I decided to up oh, there's Jay now, and uh, I, I hope my microphone is working. By the way, because usually that's our test is before the show, but he wasn't there. Jay, can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. Can you hear me? Uh, I can. You're a little underwater sounding, though. Oh, okay. Let me. Does it sound better now? Uh, slightly, uh, okay. but it's fine. Okay. Yeah, was, on the uh, little garbled or yeah, just a little. Um, you're on the same mic and everything. Yeah, let me try one more thing. Okay. Okay, how am I sounding now? Um, about the same. You don't sound bad, so that's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's my usual mic now. Okay. I'm on my I'm on my headset mic, so. Do I sound the same? Yeah, you sound good. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll roll with it. Yeah, you don't sound bad. You sound a little more muffled than normal, but that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I switched, uh, so that... I switched one of my settings, so that should be should be okay now. Uh, so how is everything with your your son? I was uh, commenting about that. Hopefully that that, oh, yeah, that wasn't what was keeping you off the show. He's all right. Okay. He's he's a tough little kid. So yeah, he he made it through okay. Last night was a little challenging. I would have not ha- I would not have been able to do the show last night because my wife wasn't feeling good. So I got left with bedtime duty, and he was up crying and you know kept coming out of his room because his foot hurt because he banged his he smashed his foot into the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Kept coming out of his room. Just, you know, I get it, it hurts, but there's nothing you can do about toes. You can't go to the doctor. They're not going to do nothing. Well, yeah, just check for x-rays or whatever, but... Yeah. Even if you break toes, they don't do anything. They just send you home. So, Um, he's okay. That's good. That's good to hear. 
Uh, so uh, yeah, ready to go and yeah, I see uh, this. You only got us down for an hour, so that's like it's, it's like after the shows that we've been doing lately. It's like how that, that seems so short. It's an hour live, yeah. If uh, if you want to hear the whole show, of course, uh, mm-hmm. you have to get us on our our podcast version. Uh, go to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail where you're listening right now, and uh, you have to come back tomorrow to get the whole version. You can't hear. If we we have an hour or so uh, after the show is over, or maybe more than an hour, depending on what Blog Talk Radio lets us get away with. Uh, but we definitely have an hour live that we're scheduled right now to get in our, our hard truths, this concept that I uh, came up with uh, just because, you know, we're sitting here, it's the middle of summer, uh, you know, baseball is going on and not too much to talk about there. You know, it is what it is. Our fantasy teams are, are not doing so hot. And, no, uh, not yet. Keep, keep holding out hope. Hey, there, there's a second half to come. Um, so you know the the big news or whatever on the summer is of course the uh, you know all the uproar that happened over uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned and we're not covering that tonight because we just did that we did a whole show about that uh, yeah. the last and I believe uh, the verdict was it's complicated uh, that's that's my opinion anyway it's not complicated uh, according to certain people but it, it, that that's what exactly what we were talking about it's such a hot button topic it's going to get the the passions inflamed uh, yeah. and for those who have a, a hard and fast opinion about it they're letting it know letting it be known uh, over and over again and uh, yeah it, it's something that we we really got into uh, in depth uh, in our in our last show about the uh, the summer of making women hot and again if you go to our uh, archives or subscribe to the show on iTunes uh, just search for in much less detail the podcast or search on any of your favorite podcasting apps uh, you will hear all of our shows as many as you want going back almost ten years uh, oh boy. we're coming up on our on our ten year anniversary of, of starting this podcast and that was our last show was all about the uh, the abortion debate, so all of our opinions uh, about that are there. Uh, this one is going to be different. It's going to be new. We, I, I decided, you know, I'm looking around all the graduation advice uh, online, all the uh, commencement ceremonies and everybody going through uh, all the pomp and circumstance and uh, we, we never sit, sat down and done something like this where we just say, you know what, look, we're both older people. We're in our mid-40s. We've been through a lot. Some people have been through more than us at this age, but a lot of people have not been through the stuff that we've been through. A lot of people have not seen the things that we've seen. Uh, we've got a lot of experience in a lot of different uh, areas. We should dispense some of that advice. We love talking anyway. We fill up no matter how much time I put on the show, uh, like you said, we could put two hours and fill that up and go another hour after that. Uh, so we have no shortage of things to talk about, but this is going to be uh, things to sort of uh, give advice about. These are the things that we've learned in our life, uh, hard truths, hard facts, uh, however you want to call it. Um, I don't know how many of you got written down. I don't know how None. many we'll get to. But, oh, oh, okay. Uh, no, I <laughs> it's all in your head. Come on, it's me. Right. So, I, I got a, I got a few written down. I got three written down. And as you were uh, telling me when we were texting about this uh, earlier this week, 
it, it almost doesn't matter what we get into because we're going to spin off into something. That's exactly why we're the kings of non-secular. We can yeah. start talking about something and it'll just go in a whole other direction and we have no idea where it's going. But that's basically my, my concept and my thought process behind this is, hey, let, let's give some of these kids out there uh, a little advice, a little bit of what they have to look forward to uh, as they become adults. We're as qualified to give life advice as Taylor Swift or some of these other celebrity people that are uh, tapped to give commencement speeches and ceremonies. Uh, and I think ours is probably a little more rooted in reality because these celebrities grow up in a world that really don't, uh, is not realistic. It's not something, there's so many things they come across and they deal with that no one can relate to. We're very relatable. <laughs> we we haven't done anything, I don't think, too crazy or, or wild, but we, we've been through real life. We've been through real life things, and we can give some advice based on that about what's going on out there. So, so that's my concept. And uh, I don't, did you want to hit lead off in, in this this concept that I have about giving out some hard truths? No, this is your this is your baby. So I'm kind of more <laughs> curious to see like where you go, and then follow it. So this is this is your baby. Yeah, this is my idea. This is if this goes up in flames, this is, this is all on That's me. That's right. It's so. all on you. No pressure. <laughs> well, no, it, it's a, it's a lot of things that I, you know, pop in my head that I, it, you know, this is ten years of doing the podcast, and there's so yeah. many of these things that I wrote down that I. <laughs> there's so many shows that go off the air, and I go, God, I wish I would have said that. I wish because. You know, we, we do veer off in a whole lot of different topics. And these are a lot of things that I really wanted to get out there anyway. And I had to cap myself. I got three things written down and I had to stop because I could have done more. But I got three sort of wide-ranging uh, topics and giving out some hard truths about things that, that I've learned about life. That, and I'm not going to do all three in a row. Number one, my voice would give out, I'm sure. My voice might give out anyway. Uh, number two, I don't want to monopolize. I want to get to, to you. So we will switch off. Uh, don't, again, however many you have. This is something if we were doing our, in much less detail, if we were doing our football show, this is what we would call a corollary. Okay. Right? I mean, this is, this is like, a, like a rule or something that we've, we've discovered through experience. <laughs> we don't always go to the stats for these. So, you know, sometimes it's yeah. just a feel thing. And, you know, you see it enough, and that's what you're talking about, like the years of experience so, or words of advice or, you know, uh, bear whispering. Right? <laughs> right. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see yeah. how this goes. I got no statistics. This is uh, stat-free tonight. I'm usually the stat guy on our show, but this is all about just life and, and what I've gone through and what Jay's gone through and what we've learned. And so we're going to get started right now with my first hard factor truth, and there's several of them within the one, as you will hear. Uh, right off the bat, just people just what about people uh have we have we have we learned or have i learned and my thoughts on just people in general the very first most important thing that you have to know about people in general just people believe, any people people in general any people believe who they are when they tell you people will let you know who they really are through their words and actions 
And I think a lot of times we just don't want to believe it. We just, uh, well, give them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't really mean to. We just talked a little bit about this on Twitter, Jay. Uh, the Illinois politician, the lady who yeah. said that the uh, the abortion ban was a victory for white life. And which immediately, makes no, which makes no sense because <laughs> if that was the case, wouldn't they be dropping all these abortion clinics in like? white neighborhoods, and that's not the way they've done things. Oh, no. No, not at all. Uh, so, it, it, so, for, so, first of all, she showed us who she is. Second, she's dumb. <laughs> right. So, But that goes hand in hand with making a statement like that. Uh, exactly. Uh, but my point, uh, that's all that definitely very true, but my point was the fact that her people ran immediately to oh, say yeah. that she, she she misspoke. She meant to say mm-hmm. it was a victory for right to life, and she just said white life as a mistake. Right. Really? Yeah. It's it's. Really? Sure. She she meant to say something else. I mean, that's what that's not the way it was written on the card. Uh, okay. <laughs> really? You meant to say right to how, life, how, and you how, said I don't know how white. You, how you get from A to B. Uh, <laughs> You get from right to life to white man. Life. That's that's like was it like right when uh, Russia invaded Ukraine and Biden started starts talking about re- regime change in Russia, and I mean within ten minutes, the the, the spin machine was oh it's not what he meant. Uh, he meant something completely different. He just said right. regime change, but that's not yeah. what he was really talking that's about. Not what really? he really meant. That's no, not what he really meant. He, he meant to say something else. Okay. People. W- People will tell you who yeah. they really are. You just have to listen, and you have to believe it the first time. Oh man! Uh, it, there, it, so, there's it, so many people are so sycophantic, you know. And, and they have, and, and, it's, and this is not a one. This is obviously not one person or one party or one political affiliation or anything. Um, people just see what they want to see, right? It doesn't matter if you're wearing the rose-colored glasses or the blue-tinted glasses. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Your side can do no wrong, and the other side is Hitler. <laughs> yeah, the p- politics, relationships. Uh, yeah. He's not really that – he's not a bad guy. He only hits me when he gets drunk or angry. He doesn't really mean that. <laughs> People are trying to tell you who they are. Believe them I, I, the first time. I kind of thought this was the way you were going, so I thought of a great way to to, to explain this. Um, but it requires some knowledge of, of something I'm not sure you have any, any knowledge of. But for anybody who was around in the 90s, um, remembers the X-Files, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar yeah. with the show. Follow me. So the, the, the main yeah. character, like, right, he was the guy who was going after the aliens. And it's funny because he's got a poster on his wall that it's got a UFO on it. And it says, I want to believe. Now take off that alien ship and put Trump or Biden <laughs> or Fauci or your spouse. Put, put anything that you <laughs> want to up there, Right. Because when you make a statement like that, that means that you're starting with the the end and then looking for the reasons to fill in to support what you already believe. The confirmation yeah. bias, right? Um, and that's what all these people have. I, I like so that. They're, they're, yeah. 
I want to believe, and that's what they're doing. They want to believe. They don't. They don't want to listen to the counter argument or common sense. They just want to believe. And and it's funny that I was actually I, I was thinking about that. I was trying to find like a good like a good meme to post back while we were in that discussion. Um, because you posted what you posted, I immediately posted not so much the counter argument, but the argument that this is what you're going to get until people start running on something then we're not in town. Sure. In politics. And, you know, which just shows, again, how bankrupt it is. But that's, they, they want to believe. You just put whatever picture you want up on that wall. Start from the end of the outcome and then just fill in your heart with everything. Because you, you're going to believe in it no matter what. Put up the blue-eyed, long-haired Jesus Christ, which is completely different from what the Bible actually describes Jesus Christ. But you want to believe want that he's blue-eyed and blonde-haired. You, you are correct. Oh, there's so many. That, I got. Yeah, but take but take that to anything that we talk about, whether it's like you said, politics, relationship, just life, sports, right? Oh yeah. They want to believe, man. Like I, I got, I put my fantasy team up on there. I want to believe <laughs> they're really not this bad. <laughs> and then they just go out oh, every night, and, and, and they're bad. Sports is a whole uh, animal uh, within itself uh, about yeah. people believing in their teams uh, in, in their in those in that laundry, the, whatever the color of the laundry mm-hmm. is that's got your heartstrings from when you were a kid or whatever. That team, that laundry, it can do no wrong. Politics any different? That's devolved really. more into that's devolved more into sports entertainment than anything else. Unfortunately, it has. Going back to when I first heard political talk radio in the '90s, and I'm like, who is who would want to listen to this shit? This is awful. Uh, but yeah, that's where it grew from. Basically, a sports talk yeah. and, and political talk on an AM radio just. All it is is let's gin up the, the, the feelings and the let's inflame people's passions and, and let's try to capitalize on that and make some money. And that's basically all Uh-oh. it is. Hang, hang, hang on a second. I think you've got a visitor Uh-oh. to the show. Uh-oh. Hi. Hi. How you been doing this summer? You're talking? Good. Talking, you know, one word at a time. That's fine. Uh, so, what you been uh-huh. doing? What you been, what you been, what you been doing to have fun? Playing softball, going swimming, practicing softball. I have to go to summer learning. Oh, uh, that's okay. I went to summer school myself. Uh, but you, uh, you enjoying softball? You're getting good at it. Uh, my softball season's over. Oh, okay. You 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 have fun. You think you're you're good at softball? No. Yeah. Well, you keep working at it, and you and you get better and better. It's it's a lot of fun. Your your dad and your mom played a lot of uh, softball when they were younger. I'm sure they they can tell you all about it. Mhm. <laughs> hey, come on, Beth. All right, I have to go. Bye, bye. Bye. I gotta. You remember that show we did, Trini, when you guys were on with me? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta talk. You gotta say more than uh huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> it doesn't make for a good radio journey. Mm-hmm. Oh, good night. It's <laughs> 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 me to do it again. Good night. Good night. <sighs> All right, I'm back. <laughs> she's, she's getting great at trolling already. She's great at trolling. She gave you the aha uh-huh on purpose there. Mm-hmm. She didn't even realize she was doing it, or so she says. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. Um, but yeah, people, I tell you, that that's the, the number one lesson to me is, is people who try to tell you who they really are, no matter what they try to convince you otherwise, if you see it, you got to believe it. You got to go with your gut. You got to realize who these people are when they say it. I got so many other examples that I've thought of that I wrote down. Straight people who say being gay is a lifestyle choice, I, I, I think they're trying to tell you something. Because I tell you what, I ain't, I ain't made no choice. I, I, I did not choose whether to be gay or straight. Uh, being straight is just who I am. I Believe me, I did not try to choose to, to go to sleep with uh, the Madonna Like a Virgin uh, extended disco record uh, next to me in bed. Uh, I, I just did because that's how much I wanted Madonna at that age. Uh, I did not choose to act like Tom and Jerry running around chasing a, a mouse when when a pretty lady came to a, uh, came to the house when I was a child. That's just how I've reacted because it was a pretty lady, and pretty ladies made me feel funny and made me act strange and do things because that's who I am. I didn't choose that. People who say it's a choice, I, I, you got to tell me when you made that choice. That's the first thing you got to do. Uh, when you yeah, what day did like you wake that. up and go, yeah, today's the day. You know, I was considering, did they take a hat out like they're going to college and trying to choose? I was thinking gay or straight or bisexual. I can't, I finally made the decision. It came to me overnight. It's really something I decided, I'm going to go straight. And you put the hat on and everybody's here. Yeah! <laughs> but, you know, I mean, gay so 10 years ago. We're way, uh, we're way past that now. I got to tell you the Right, or trans or, or whatever uh, the case may be. But uh, yeah. Yeah, trust me, those people aren't choosing that. That's just that's, that's, that's not something you wake up and choose to do. That's who they are. Uh, the, the woman that drove me crazy uh, and drove me to the to mental institution, oh. Carrie. Yeah, yeah the, the heartbreak, Carrie. When she told me on our first date, when I went through this long, I still remember this, I will never forget this, we're sitting there in the cold, we're watching uh, women's football, because that's just the place in Kenosha we decided to happen to, to, to meet up. And I'm trying to get to know her, and, I, and, we're, and she's stonewalling me and, and not really selling me anything, and I do this long lead-up. So what do you do for fun? What do you, when you're not working, when you finally get some, some free time, what do you do? And I've never before or I've never afterwards heard anybody answer the question of what what is your hobbies or what do you do for fun with nothing. Oh. What the fuck? Everybody does something oh. in their spare time. Well, I've never heard anyone say I do nothing for hobbies. That wasn't entirely the truth. <laughs> Man, we don't have to get into the whole details of the story, but... Knowing how the end of that story came out, I don't think she was being entirely truthful. That's my point. I knew something was fucked up on the first date, and I kept going anyway. Because I knew she was fucked up on the first date. To believe 
I wanted to believe that she was really liking me and digging me and into me and that she wasn't actually uh, having a whole nother lifestyle or a whole nother personality on the side, which it turned yeah. out she was. Uh, people are trying to tell you something. When, they, when you meet someone and they say, I do nothing for hobbies, I do nothing in my spare time, I've never heard nothing. that before in my life. Man, it was hard. trying to tell me something. That... It's harder to do nothing <laughs> than it is to do something. It's hard work. Everyone does, but Jay, everyone. I don't care if it's reading, uh, uh, knitting. Yeah. Everyone does something. Try it. Try it someday to see her side. Just get up on a day off and you got nothing planned and just try to just do nothing. I basically did uh, do nothing or did nothing on my days off, but there are things that you do when you're doing nothing. Watch TV, listen that's to not the radio, surf the internet. Yeah, that's not nothing. So, she, yeah, she sure was doing something. I'm pretty sure that does not qualify as nothing. She she was definitely doing something. Uh, all those Second Amendment people and the MAGA people who want to roll everything back, I think they're telling you something when you talk about honor the vision of the founding fathers, the founding fathers who had slaves and said blacks were three-fifths of a person and women couldn't vote and women couldn't drive and women couldn't own property. Uh, those people, that's who you want to honor? Those, they're telling you something when they say that we need to honor the Constitution and honor the amendments and roll everything back to yeah, Jim Crow and slavery. Believe me. Those people, if there was a vote, if there was an anonymous vote to reinstate slavery, those people would vote yes. They're trying to tell you, they're trying to tell you that they're going to roll everything back to when things were even less equal than they are now. They're trying to tell you. Listen, when people are trying to tell you, Clarence Thomas wants to roll back everything except interracial marriage. Interesting he didn't bring that up in his, in, his, in his opinion when he talked about all these things that we need to revisit and roll back after yeah. roll. He didn't bring that one up. Which makes no sense to me. You know, it just shows you how, first of all, we, we think we're so advanced, right? Where, when you think about all of these advancements in, in human history and how accelerated everything has become, you know, we, we still live on a planet that has actual real slavery, like what you are describing still exists in other, know. you know, in other countries um, where, where you, where you get your, you know, you get your hands chopped off if you steal something or you get murdered if you have an abortion. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or rape. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's your fault. Right. You're dead. How, how dare uh, you get raped? Yeah. What were you thinking? Um, right. Yeah. I mean, so we, we you know, we're not like the, the ass end of the world. Not yet. Um, not quite yet. We're trying, but we're not there yet. Um, working on it. We, we are working on it. Made me lose my train of thought. But, you know, with all those. No, it's okay. We're the kings of non sequitur. With all those, you know, just all the horrible things and, and that are going on, you know, it's just, it's also. It's also crazy right now. I, I honestly, I don't think either. Maybe you do believe. I don't believe we're going to have slavery again in this country. But we're not going to have know. it. But I honestly think if there was an anonymous vote, there the the, the percentage would be a lot higher than, than many would think. And I, I mean, higher than I think would be low single digits still. But 
Who knows? Mm, I don't know what I, that I think it'd be higher than that. I don't. I don't know because there's nobody. Nobody in this world of ours in this country has, has experienced slavery at all um, in this country. So I don't know how there could be people yearning to go back to it, something they don't know. Um, but that's okay. I, I'm sure there are, we, we, we know that there are some unintelligent people out there who, and everybody gets an equal vote and uh, that might think about that. But no, the whole interracial marriage thing, that one doesn't make sense to me as far as being taken away or why, you know, that, that how it never, how it ever had to be illegal because, you know, by their so quote unquote definition is marriage is between a man and a woman. It shouldn't matter what race you are. It's a man and a woman. That's the way, that's what they are trying. I think they're going more after gay marriage than they're going after um, interracial marriage. No, but I'm saying uh, they're trying to roll everything back to before all this progress was made. Yeah. And right in the middle of all that progress was, was loving uh, versus uh, uh, the people versus loving back in the, in the sixties mm-hmm. uh, where when interracial marriage was finally uh, recognized yeah. to be something that could be, at, that could be, it was, it was right in the middle of all the other civil rights, uh, Brown right. versus board of education and all that. Uh, the, the other things that they want to roll back is that's, that's also part of it is they want to make sure that we can segregate our kids again. Cause mixing whites and blacks in the classroom is obviously uh, something that needs to be changed as well. Uh, all of those things, the, the gay marriage, it's all in the same ball as far as, as I'm concerned. They're, I don't know why they would uh, want to roll back some but not others, and I really think they want to roll them all back. And I think the only reason Clarence Thomas didn't say that he want, also wanted to roll back <laughs> interracial marriage is because he just happens to be in an interracial yeah. marriage. I don't know. I don't know. That, 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 that to me, just, it makes, you know, there's things that just make no sense. It doesn't make sense to roll back gay marriage to me either. I, I don't. No, I'm two adults getting sense. married shouldn't I, this affect is not my anybody. Opinion. This is not my yeah. opinion. This is what I'm saying is, if that's what they're trying to, and again, we can go back 20 years. We don't even have to go back that far, and both sides on the political spectrum were, were against that, right? I mean, all these, all these people in power, or who've been in power, but you can go back and find sound bites to to Clinton, Obama, Biden, all these people being against that. Um, but again, they're, you're allowed to change, and that's great, right? I think people change more with the wind than they actually change in their heart, but that's politics. Yeah, but the people we that We talked are... about that with the abortion debate. One side latches onto an issue, the other side has to latch onto the other side, and it doesn't matter if, if, who's quote-unquote right or wrong. It's, it's just amazing. The people that got into to power in the Supreme Court are now making all of these uh, decisions and declarations that all these uh, all this progress has to be rolled back. And I I don't I, I don't think it's most of the country, but I still think it's a, a much higher percentage than uh, yeah. than there than there should be that that believe in all of that as well. That all the all that progress needs to be all that damn progress. Ugh. Yeah, and, you know, and you can get into the the semantics of of what happened with what the Supreme Court did. They did, nobody made, they did not ban abortion. They did not strike it down and say, you know, abortion is illegal. They said, no, they kicked it out and said, it's not our say. They kicked it back to the states and then just immediately look at the map and go where it's legal and where it won't be. And then there's, you know, it's up to Congress. The other two 
separate but equal uh, forms of our government. Um, they said, you guys fix this. You guys decide this. We're not saying this is a forever thing, but yeah, everybody's in it. You know, we talked about that on the last show. Yep. Cover, covered that whole thing. So, uh, yes, but for people who are out there who are not the most informed, who are just like, no, they banned, no, no, the, the Supreme Court did not ban anything. They basically kicked it back and said, this isn't our decision. So we're putting it back in the people whose decision that we think it is, but they they did not ban abortion. There are people who think that. There are people who say that. That's not actually what happened. Whether we agree with it or not, I'm just explaining that that's the gist of what what was what was said. Um, that they did. That's what happened. Because you know California, New York, Illinois. There's still there's still states. We the word exists. You know, and then there's states that are working hard to turn it into a, a total ban. You know, again, it's, it's all, it's not, it's not going to work. What really is, is it's up to the the legislative branch of our government to, to pass something, but we, cue <laughs> the laughter. <laughs> the, the, the it doesn't branches that, that's controlled by the, the Democrats, the, got the Senate, yes. they got, the, the yeah. House, they got the president. Their only response is, give us more power. We don't have enough power. We don't control all three branches of of, of Congress right now. We need more power. Okay. Go vote and give us money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and then the Republicans, if they get control, and then you have a, or you have a divided Congress, or you have a president that's up against a Republican Senate and a Republican House. Oh, it, it, come on. We know where this is going. It's going to go nowhere. Well, is going as as hard as uh, one side is is making it yeah. go because they're with just all going the, ball with all the fervor. I, I think the Supreme Court is probably for all all the politicians are complaining about and what Biden's complaining about because that's your executive branch. What they're all complaining about, they're probably sending thank you cards and bouquets of flowers to the Supreme Court. That hey, thanks for thanks for making everybody not notice what a shitty job we're doing right now. Thank God for you guys. I mean that they can uh, reverse that shitty job. They can not do a shitty job and get off their ass and do yeah. what needs to be done to to reverse it. They just don't because they, right. they need that power. Because honestly, they need to they, hold on to that power. The Congress and the Senate pass a bill making it illegal, uh, making it legal. I'm sorry, in all 50 states, and they have actual rules and terms, and you got to follow this, and it's legal past a certain point, and it's not. They actually did that, like we talked about on the last Supreme Court. It's untouchable. That would be nice if they did it. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. But uh, what's your uh, thinking logically? Yeah. We're not allowed Uh, to do that anymore. (laughs) What's your hard factor truth that you wanted to to get to here? Being that I work in the service industry and I deal with the public, I know people, and I see people, I'll, I'll give you an easy one. Driving down the street, right? And you're, you're bombarded. What are you bombarded with when you're when you're driving in your car? Unfortunately, uh, ad advertising, right? The billboards, yeah. <laughs> on the bus, on the bench, on the billboard. Uh, I'm going to go out here and make a bold claim, but it's a hard truth. Anybody can challenge me on this. Anybody's face that you see on a billboard, park bench, or on the side of a bus is an asshole. <laughs> 
follow me. Take your time. <laughs> what, what do you see up there? Injured? Yeah, call you. Yeah, oh, come on. Come on. Right? So ambulance chasers, right? Yep. Yep. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's like banking people with cheesy smiles, politicians. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you drive by. Uh, I'm not talking about like a sports team that puts up a couple pictures of their players. I'm talking about somebody who pays for advertising and puts their own face up on a billboard. Right. An asshole. An asshole. <laughs> More likely than not. So next time you drive to work, right? Do this, play this game. Yep. All the, look at all those ads that you see. Cause I'm sure you, I know you see them on the 240, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've driven that highway. It's billboard, 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 <laughs> you know, I mean, I see them when I'm driving to work, driving into town. There's people, there's bankers, there's mortgage people, there's realtors. I'm like, man, I know these assholes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just one, of those little, little, one of those little life things I've just noticed in my years, especially living in smaller areas, you know, that you, you go out there, you got to make yourself known, you got to do those things, and then you actually interact with the people like that and you find out that man anybody who's willing to pay money to put their own picture on a billboard is in love they, they love with them right they love me some me <laughs> they love them, and, some uh, them. <laughs> they love them some them <laughs> is that to yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I'm I, I, I see it. and i'm not talking about paid paid advertising like the hospital puts up the picture of a child and right. a mother, something <laughs> like that. Those, no, those are, those are paid, like basically models, right? Oh, come on. Go all the way. The three month old no. baby in St. Jude's hospital. Asshole. 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 No, you're not going <laughs> to the hospital looking to see them. Yeah. In general, that's one of the little things I've learned, just driving back and forth to work and, you know, even living in Chicago, driving back and forth, you look up these billboards, man, we were, dri- we were on vacation. We were driving down to, uh, it's funny because we were driving down to uh, Cincinnati over spring break and you get into each metropolitan area, man, every town's got its own bunch of assholes, <laughs> you know? You just start seeing, you just start seeing these signs and think, oh, and they start, then they start showing up all over the place. Oh, there's some, I forget, I think it was around Indianapolis. Must have been 10, 12 different forms of advertising I saw just on the interstate for some guy. His pictures is plastered all over the night, man. Guy's an asshole. (laughs) So that's, that's a hard truth. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Like the, the, uh, morning zoo DJ got his big face up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen to me. I'm jockey. What do you say? Jockey. And then, yeah, probably a, a huge asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I follow. So, play that game. Play that game with yourself. <laughs> okay. And, and, and see, and it makes it, it'll make it more fun for you, too. But you'll get a few chuckles tomorrow on your way into work. Certainly. You'll be, you'll be driving, you'll be looking up at that billboard going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's an asshole. <laughs> like, All right, I'm, know, I'm definitely with you on that it's one. Not just, it's not just guys, it's the ladies, too. <laughs> you don't see too many ladies up there, unless it's uh, a political season and someone's running for office. 
Uh, around here, it's typically banking and realty. Wow. Yeah. And I'm married to a banker, so I got to be careful. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> gotta be careful. Watch out. She comes home and she's like, "Hello, oh, honey. I'm up on this billboard out on the highway now." Like, oh Uh-oh. no. <laughs> Do you know what this means? <laughs> Didn't know you were married to an asshole, did you? Married to an asshole. Stay <laughs> 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 oh, close. Stay close. She's been on commercials and stuff, you know. But in the calendar, yeah. but. Not quite, not quite the, but, 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 here's what I will defend. She didn't pay for that advertising. Right, I was about to say, she's not going to ever be the one to, to pay to put her face up there. I'm over their money, put their picture all over the place. The plaster, their kisser up to, they yeah. think that people driving in need to see their mug every mm-hmm. morning when they go to work. And does that, I don't yeah. know, does that work? I know it has to, because... If when you, you mention it, I you've seen on a billboard. Well, not me, but uh, when I think about billboards and people, uh, when I think about these yeah. billboards on on two forty that you're talking about, the first few names that pop up in my mind are attorneys, and I know their names. Yeah. I'm not going to mention them on the air because I'm not giving <laughs> them the free the free publicity. But that's the whole point is yeah. to get their name and their face in people's minds, whether they respect them or not. Doesn't matter. Just you got to know me in order to consider using me. I think that's the whole point because uh, right. I'm not going to use some lawyer I've never heard of because I've never heard of him. But if I do ever need an attorney, which I never have, oh, thank goodness, that's the whole point. Publicity, any publicity is good publicity. That's why they do it. Right. And, and there may come a time where you actually need that person to be an asshole. <laughs> which is, yeah, another reason why I've never had to get an attorney because I haven't had any, any I haven't had the need to find anyone to go be an asshole for me because I'm another right. asshole myself. I don't really need anyone to do that for me. So <laughs> you don't need an advocate to, to go out uh, and, 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 and asshole it up for you. I don't need someone to be the bad guy. I am the bad guy. So oh, but oh, no. oh, all right. You are the danger. That's right. Hey, uh, and I'm going to prove it with my my next point about my next hard fact, my Uh-oh. next hard truth. All right. Ready to make some people really mad? Here we go. Women. Whew. Lo- love you. Love women. Lo- you know, straight man, love women. Uh, always love women. Of course, you know, complicated relationship with women, just like most men, I think. Um, women. I love you. Walking contradictions. I'm sorry. You just are. Uh, If men acted the way women say they actually want men to act, all women would be lesbians within like three weeks. You don't actually want men to act like that. You say you want respect and, and flowers and being nice and being courteous and holding doors open and, and all that shit. You, that's not what you actually want because, you know, and, and I've got my experience with this. I got friends experience. I got your experience, Jay. I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but uh, women say they want the nice guys. And then who do they wind up with? The assholes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of assholes. Yeah. I, I mean, that's not even hard. That's just accepted fact. 
but no, nah, not if you listen to these ladies. We want to be treated with dignity and respect. Nah. And we want to, no, you don't, because that's no. not who you're fucking. That's not who you're fucking. Yeah. I, always, I, always, I, always had a, I always had a saying, because uh, I always thought it was, you know, I always thought that the nice guys finished last. That's, that's actually a bullshit phrase, right? Uh, I actually came up with it said, nice guys finished second. Well, they'll get you to the, you know, you get to the game, but you just lose, right? <laughs> you never, you get to the never two, win. You, right. You get to the Super Bowl, you'll get to the World Series, but you will never win. Right. Yeah. No, so, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. Right. So you're um, always in the game. You're in the game. That's the hard part. See, if you were just out of the game, you wouldn't care. Yeah, but but the game is rigged. The game is, is crooked because <laughs> you, you, you're, you're the nice guy that gets you into the game uh, but then you can never actually win the game right. because she's always giving all the 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 credit and the and the precedent to the asshole and giving him all the ways to get into her heart. You're you're just stuck in the friend zone. If you're the nice guy and you're out there, oh, do, she yeah. she looks at you. Yeah, she oh I I really love talking to you. I because mm-hmm. you're the nice guy. You understand. <laughs> when I'm yeah, you're the all this you're garbage. the actual you're the actual emotional support. Right, you actually listen to all this garbage that I'm going through with this asshole over here, uh, and you understand you know, yeah. why it's it's tearing me apart and why it's killing me inside to, to have to deal with this guy. Now, thank you for all of that. Now I'm going to go take my panties off and go back with the guy that that's, that's tormenting me and giving me all this, this uh-huh. trouble from me. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not even <sighs> that, that's not even that out of a take. I don't think it is. You this ask is women, to, I'm sure they would think otherwise. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Of course, I want to believe. Um, <laughs> it is time immemorial. I mean, this is this is. There's nothing new here. All these truths, they all they all mix but, together. They all. But that's what you got to learn that one the hard way, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because yeah. guys, we grow up thinking if we just do the right thing, if we just. Uh, take care of the of the woman and be be nice and treat her with respect. Uh, everything's going to work out in the end. We might have our disagreements, we might have relationship issues, but if yeah. we just give the benefit of the doubt and bend over backwards and let her be right even when she's wrong and just treat her with with kindness and respect, everything will work out in the end. No, no, that's, that's not how it goes. If I had a nickel. For every time I read a, a story about a, a relationship or heard about a, a relationship in you know amongst people in my real life yeah. that goes something along the lines of I didn't like him when I first met him, but he he just he wouldn't leave me alone. He was an asshole. <laughs> he was this. He was that. He, he would not stop bothering me until I went to dinner with him. Now we've been married fifteen years with three kids. If I had a nickel for every time, it feels like I'd have a million nickels for every time I heard that. Stuff. But they don't. That nice goes guys. back to they don't. that goes back to your first truth about people. Just they, they show you who they are. Believe who they are when they first show you. Yes, that's who they are. And that and that that gal or that guy because it goes both ways sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> has that poster up on the wall with that person's face, and you know what it says on that poster? I want to believe. Hey, you're catching on. <laughs> they don't want the actual nice guys. What they want is the ability to control 
whether you're being a nice guy or being an asshole. Because I went out with this right. one woman that, oh, my God. Well, it's, about the, kept... it's about the, the, the changing of, of someone or thinking that, you, you know, by, that you've accomplished something or something like it, It's no different than, like, the white knight, right, is always going, oh, I've got to, I've got to rescue the damsel in distress, right? Yeah, oh, these guys, these guys who just do nothing but go after these toxic women, and you know they're just trying to white knight, and you know, and, yeah, you put up with all the the BS. And, um, that's why the that's why the, uh, the 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 demotivational poster that that are words to live by that I always reference, that, uh, like the, that says the only common thing in all your failed relationships is you. <laughs> And, uh, uh, in, indeed, it, it, it is prophetic, right? It, it is. Uh, there was a woman I went out with, a former coworker. God, this is uh, 25 years ago. I don't think I ever told you about this one. But she kept uh, initiating intimacy and Ooh. then shutting it down. She kept we, – oh. we, she – invited me into her bed several times. I spent several nights at her apartment. She spent one night at, at my place. We never had sex because she loved starting it up and then shutting it down because she just needed that control. She didn't actually want me uh, to be the, the guy with her uh, you know, intimately. She just wanted somebody that she could control. She, uh, there was one night where she actually went through the trouble of lifting her whatever nightgown, whatever you want to call it, all the way up and letting me, you know, play with her for a little while, for maybe 30 seconds, and then actually said the words, that's enough, and put her clothes back down and turned over Damn. and went back to sleep. And I'm like, really? Damn. And I, the, the next day I got home and I left her a voicemail, back when people left voicemails, this is how long ago this is, and I said, you don't want a boyfriend. You want a robot. You want someone you can turn on and turn off. Because that goes into the whole thing. They don't actually want nice guys. They don't actually want guys. That, they, they just they just want guys who are going to do what they want them to do at that moment when they want them to do it. And they, they'll take the nice guy and they'll try to piss him off and make him the bad guy. They'll take the bad guy and try to tame him and make him the nice guy. They just want to be in control. And in that same family, here's a bonus fact for you about women. Another hard fact. Man, you talk about just you don't know what they wanted, what they want out of a relationship. They just want the ability to control, and they also want to be the opposite of who they are in and out of the other of of bedroom. And I don't know if you want to uh, comment on this in your experience, but I'll tell you just straight up with my experiences. The more submissive out of the bedroom, the more nice or submissive their personality is outside the bedroom, the more dominant they have to be in the bedroom and vice versa. The more ball-busting, yeah. ball <laughs> aggressive, angry woman that she is outside the bedroom, the more submissive and you got to, like, work the fuck off, work your ass off in the bedroom to try to get anything out of her. It's like, God damn, how, does, how do you get this ball-busting outside and then this demure inside where you have to work so hard to try to get anything out of them? I've never, I, I, I swear, every woman I've ever been with, if they're sweet outside the bedroom, they're they're dominant and, and nasty in the bedroom. You know who the freakiest, sexiest uh, women that I've ever met in my life by a mile 
and it never fails. School teachers. I don't know what <laughs> like librarians. Seriously, the, every school teacher I've ever known that I was able to to get on, a, on an intimate level with, freaky as hell in the bedroom. It, it's it's just that that walking contradiction that women that are and that I'm weird because these are people around kids. <laughs> Yeah, uh, some of the teachers that I've known in my life, like if they let that side out around the kids, ooh, boy. <laughs> Uh-oh, someone's getting a call from the school district. <laughs> well, I but tell that, you what, speaking of women, yeah. this, this, brings to, this brings me to the, the other one that I have here. And, you okay. know, mine are, mine are generally short because, you know, yours have some some broad implications. Mine have broad implications, too, in a, in, in a loose sense. Uh, get it? <laughs> <laughs> you can still use that word. Uh, well, you, nobody you, you just did. Nobody knows what I'm even saying. Wait, what? what you hey, hey! Um, learned this one early, like early 20s, when it comes to women. Never, and I mean never, never trust a woman who walks with her arms crossed as her default position. <laughs> ever I'm talking ever it's okay to cross your arm but if your default is to be that tight right and, 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 and that wound up and you're just walking and that's your casual walking stance you're clear steer way clear and you're laughing so I don't know if you're like hey he's on to something here or you just think that's hilarious um, no because I've known women who walk with their arms crossed, and yes, they are the most uptight, <laughs> angry. I, yeah, no, I'm looking right in my mind at the women that I've known who yeah. their default position is walking everywhere they go with their arms crossed. Yeah, and, and no, have, you're absolutely uh, right. And they could have, and it doesn't matter. The outward demeanor could be a, a positive or bubbly. It doesn't matter. But it, I, I learned it very young. That is the default stance. Stay away. Oh, you're absolutely right. Every woman that I can think of that that's their default position, I've probably had the same thought about them at some point, which is, man, she needs to get fucked. Or, or yeah, or not even, yeah, or just, yeah, just don't trust them. That's all I'm saying. Because like, so, so, some of these people out here, they, they're uptight like that. They, they, all they need is some good sex, man. They just... No, I, I you, guess. I mean, maybe that's, 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 <laughs> where, that's how they wear the flag, you know? And it's like, they, they just walk around like that with the arms crossed. But yeah, that, that's some, there's, that's some, that is solid advice. I'm going to give my yeah. son... I'm giving my son that advice someday. You <laughs> better not be bringing home a girl who walks with her arms crossed. Like, you, know, you got to lose her. And... Watch out for those women with sure, their arms crossed all the time. Not only... Did she walk with her arms crossed? I think I saw her face on a billboard, son. That's <laughs> oh, like, God. So she's, that's two strikes. She's a, and she's, she's a school dumb. teacher, so you better call oh. up Uncle Andre. And, uh... <laughs> no, don't, don't call Uncle Andre because Uncle Andre is going to tell you, no, don't stay away from that. That's the one you oh, need to the... work on because the, the moment you get in there and let her know, you know what it feels like, that's when you open Pandora's box, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's, okay. that's what that's all that's right, what you need. Right. Hey, hey! Those are the ones they need to dig. They need to the the dig big time. Those are the ones that need it the most. That's the that's their problem. They just need some some good stuff. Ah, so no, that, that I was laughing because I've 
there's women in my past that I'm thinking of. There's yeah. a woman at work right now that I'm thinking of that walks like that. And Just yeah, y'all. And I deal with the yeah. public, so I see it. And uh-huh. that is to me that is a that is a telltale sign that there's gonna be trouble. <laughs> and it might not be immediate trouble, but it's going to be trouble. That, that you know, first sign of trouble type trouble, right? Like everything's great until oh, yeah. the first sign of trouble. And then mm-hmm. it all goes south. Yeah, or you know, or yeah, that's just something I learned. And uh, I wanna help people. That's that's why we do this show. Yes. No, those are the ones that uh, the, the first time you make a joke in the in the break room or something that everyone is laughing at, those are the ones that are going to, to management and saying, I don't like this joke that they told. I think it's it creates a a, a hostile environment. I don't I, I believe there's a and I'm not going so far to say that this is automatically like Karen territory. It's not that it's not quite that way. It doesn't I need to talk to, to the manager. It's a, right. It doesn't have to be exactly that way, but there is something right. There, there's something in that guarded, closed, get away from me look that just just not. First of all, it's not attractive. <laughs> um, it, it just it just yeah. I I, I I learned I learned to watch for that. No, I, I like that. That's that's good. Uh, I think it ties in actually to, with my last point about uh, mental. That sounds like just bad mental space. Just uh, someone that yeah. needs to, you know, probably go talk to a professional or something like that. <laughs> uh, seriously, it, some some of us need that and won't admit it. And that's that's all that is is consigning yourself to a lifetime of being angry and disappointed. And and that's that's not good. Who wants that, right? So. Yeah. Uh, that's my, my that's my last point. I'll I'll be running over uh, the live portion. Uh, well, we'll be into the after show here in a moment. Yes, because I'm much more long winded than you, as you were pointing out, and my my points go on a lot longer than than yours. But that's well, just yeah, that's who I am. That's more. who we are. Yours had yours had more room for discussion. I, I had a lot of examples for all of mine that I was going back in my mind and going, oh man, I, I remember you know all these things that that I've gone through and. Yeah. Uh, that that taught me these lessons that led me up to to, to where I am now. So, and I wanted to get in uh, some of those uh, individual lessons just to point out and, and uh, emphasize my point and, and where I was going with all of these. So, so that's all I'm trying to do is, is provide a, a fuller uh, picture of of my experiences and and why I've arrived and where I've arrived on on some of these things. So, uh, again, uh, to listen to this. Uh, podcast is this whole episode uh, after we go off the air live um come back to this show page blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail and go through our archives the show will be listed up there this is uh kings of non-secular hard truths is the name of this show um and all of our other past shows all 400 plus shows they're they're there in the archives um and if you subscribe on uh apple Podcasts, itunes or uh, any number of different apps uh, all our shows should be there as well. And, hey, if they're not there, uh, shoot us an email, and we'll do a little investigating and see which one of these sites are not doing what they're supposed to do. Um, our email address is inmuchlessdetail.blogspot.com if you want to shoot us a note for that or any other reason. Uh, but now getting to my last point about mentals, just nothing more important. That's, they're, 
there's nothing more important than taking care of your mentals, nothing at all. Because if your mentals are bad, you're no good to yourself. You're no good to your loved ones. You're no good to your family. You're no good to your coworkers. You're no good to anybody if your mental space is, is not being taken care of. And that's on a, a professional level or just if it's just you working on yourself, uh, whatever you got to do to make sure that your, your mentals are handled, you must take care of yourself first. No one else is obligated to look out for you. That's that's a real hard truth, unfortunately. Nobody else is – we're all trying to take care of ourselves, man. This world is so damn hard. It's not just this society. It's not just this culture. It's all over the world. Everything is difficult. Unless you're one of the one percenters and you got everything mapped out for you, uh, it's it's hard. Life is hard. You have to make sure that you're doing okay by yourself and for yourself because you can't rely on anybody else to take care of you, you <laughs> take care of you. Uh, I go back to, uh, unfortunately, the, the, the all the kids that got slaughtered in uh, Uvalde, Texas, uh, several weeks ago. Um, and when that story came out, it was I believe it was the day after we had our last podcast, as a matter of fact, because we probably would have talked about that uh, instead uh, of the abortion or yeah. in addition to the abortion. Um, it was right after the ne- very next day. We did it on a, on a Monday night, and then the, the shooting happened on a Tuesday. And I remember uh, going out of my way to avoid news stories and to avoid doom scrolling Twitter and reading about it. I just I didn't want to deal with it, man. Because if you really sit there and think about, you know, dozens of, of school children, uh, however, it was 20 uh, kids, I believe, uh, getting 19 kids and, and I only know several that teachers. Because it gets repeated all the time. Because it was in the news everywhere. And I yeah. just did my best to avoid it because I had to watch out for myself. I could not get caught up in thinking about that. If you really think about that many kids being killed, that's that's horrible. That's so disgusting oh, and depressing. Yeah. And I, I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. I had to make sure that I avoided all of that. And, and another part about that is, look, man, the people that could pass laws in this country to make something like that way, way, way less likely to happen because we're the only country that this shit happens regularly, those mass shootings like that. The people that could do something about that, they're not stressing. They're fine. You know, all those policies, all those lawmakers that could do got, something about that. Are all, those kids that are theirs are all guarded and protected. and Their kids you know. will never be a part of no. something like that because they're protected, like you said. They're, they're in schools and situations where no one's walking up in there with a gun. So they they don't have any worries. You know what they did that night uh, while all of us were doom scrolling and, and watching the news and reading about that? They were having steak dinner at the Palm. They were fine. They were having sirloin. Yeah. They went to bed. They went to sleep. They didn't have any problems sleeping. They were fine. The people that can do something about that are fine. They're not doing anything about that. I refuse to take on the stress of something like that when the people that could change something like that are fine. I can't change that. If I could, I would, but I can't. And I refuse to take on the pressure and the stress of thinking about something that horrifying and that disgusting when the people that could do something to greatly reduce the chance of that happening refuse to do something about that. And they're not stressing it. They are absolutely fine. Would these be the same people that we were talking about in the first hour? 
All of this that, that blends in and yeah. mixes with each other. The people that when they have a chance to do something and they show you what they will do when they get the power yeah. and that what they will do is nothing. Nothing. When they show you who they are, because believe them the, the first time. The problem with solving the problems is if you solve too many problems, it forces people to then vote and donate money on their own self-interest, Right. And they can't have us doing that. They, they, they can't have people actually involved in the process determined to make their lives better. They actually have to have people involved voting on what they call the hot button topics, and we know what they are, right? Of course. But that's all that's left to keep people divided about. Well, that that Second Amendment is, is might be about as divisive as the abortion issue or close to it. Yeah. And they, boy, they keep that rolling. They will never give that up. So uh, no matter how much sense it makes to uh, greatly reduce the access to uh, AR-15s and things of that nature, we, we just, we won't do it. We got the power to do it. We got the ability to yeah, do it. We just nobody, choose not to. I mean, I'm not one of these people who's, I'm not a gun nut or any of that stuff. And I, I firmly understand why there is a Second Amendment. I'm not one of these get rid of it type people, like abolish the Second Amendment. People should have the right to self-determination, self-preservation, self-defense. I'm fine with that, but uh, you got to make it harder. Didn't we talk about this during the abortion show where, like, let's just make sure both of do. those as equally hard to do, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if I've got to wait 72 hours and do all this stuff and get a mental health check before I can buy a gun, why don't you have to wait 72 hours to get a mental health check before you get an abortion? Uh, I, I don't know. It seems to make sense, right? A lot, a lot of that would yeah. make sense, we, just rolling into each other and, and just... When we were done let, with let's that show, you and I had the yeah. whole problem solved. The problem is... <laughs> we don't make the laws. We don't make the... Right. We, we're also not getting any money for any of this. We don't have lobbyists filling our pockets to, to vote against our own beliefs and our own interests because we're not bought and paid for. Now that's uh, that, that's where you just us, hit the hit um, it on the button right there. Up, yeah, email us after the show. <laughs> let us know where you can. Uh, we'll let you know where you can send the checks if you want to start buying us. You know, <laughs> we're. Look, man, there are people out there that that have blogs and podcasts and stuff that are just getting money thrown at them by normal people. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I'm like, how does how does that work? You just throw your, your information out there and say, give us money, and people do? Uh, okay. Well, yeah. you know what? Our, our PayPal, in much less detail at gmail.com. <laughs> Go ahead and but send us whatever you I want to send say, us for whatever reason. If all of a sudden we, we had a sponsor, right, and, right. and there was zero was attached to this show, but we weren't allowed to do and say certain things, hey, things change, right? Uh, you know what that's called? Being a broadcaster. I guess. <laughs> That's why we're podcasters. We're podcasters, <laughs> not broadcasters. Well, same thing. Uh, all of them have to make the decision, okay, I'm taking That's this right. money, and but I can't say X, Y, and Z. Which What decision do I make? Which way do I want to go? And totally, most of the time, this... should totally try to figure out the process, try to get ourselves like a media day pass for the Super Bowl. And, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, fill out the alpha forms and stuff like that. Hey, we've got a podcast that's been on the, been on the air for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, we're media. We're media. 
deserve the credentials just as much as some of these other clowns out here. Hey, there's Morning Zoo guy with his face on the billboard. He's He's got a credential. He's media. What has yeah. he done to deserve it? No, I just, that would be just beyond uh, beyond hysterical. It would. Or something like but there's that. But there's like, people there. There's people there at the Super Bowl that are about as that, experienced yeah. with, with the media as we are. Because I've read about them. Fear, yes. So they're they're there. Two guys with computers and microphones and headsets. It's funny because I listen to other podcasts, and and I gotta say, uh, this isn't so much the quality of what we're doing, but the quality of our audio. uh, We're not that bad. (laughs) No. I I listen to some podcasts where it sounds like a guy is sitting in gymnasium or in a bathroom, or there gets the underwater effect, or the audio drops. So it's not just us. I mean, we feel like it's just us when it's happening to us. But I've listened to plenty of podcasts where there are uh, plenty of technical uh, snafus during the show. And you know what? I keep listening. Yeah, if you you like the content, you keep listening. I I empathize, if anything, you know. (laughs) Right. But yeah, that, that's my thing about uh, the, you know, that that's a kingdom non sequitur that we went all the way around the world. Getting back to to mental health and and why yeah. I think that's so important. Um, like I said, uh, all they happened, I, I couldn't deal with it. I didn't want to deal with it, and I know that the people that could change that don't deal with it, and they're busy eating steak. So I'm certainly not going to take on that stress right. if they're not. And not only um, eating steak, but cashing in on it. Absolutely. Eating eating steak with the uh, NRA lobbyist that is paying them to not have uh, a situation where those uh, guns are being outlawed or anything is being restricted. So, yeah, they're they're right in bed, literally in bed with some of those people. Um, and I'm certainly not going to get stressed out, stress out about it if they're not. I, I talk about the uh, my, my time staying at the uh, Stone Psychiatric Institute uh, at Northwestern University in Chicago many years ago. Uh, God, I would it to be uh, 18, 19 years ago at this point. You got and, a shout uh, out to them, or I, I just I talk about it uh, openly because it, there shouldn't be a stigma to it. I, I, you know, had that situation where relationships were driving me literally crazy, and and somebody decided I needed to uh, go take care of that, like for real, not just talk to a counselor, but the, uh, it was actually a counselor I was talking to who saw that I wasn't eating and was, uh, had that far away look in my eye and was like, you need to go get uh, professional help. You need to go to the ER and, and, uh, get yourself checked in there. And yeah, it's, 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 it, it happened. I mean, it's, you know, and, and it was very important at that time in my life that I did that. Um, you know, I, learned some some coping mechanisms in there and I, I learned how to deal with stress a lot better and I learned not to let women uh affect me to that point where I'm stressed out and can't eat and um uh, and, and can't sleep and uh need medication to, to go to sleep and stuff like that. Um I I had to take care of my mentals. Nothing was more important than my mentals. And I also realized after I got out of there why I needed uh you know, why women were driving me that crazy because I needed that from them. I needed that love and, and attention from them that I wasn't getting, uh, that I hadn't gotten ever since my, my mother passed away when I was 10. Um, and all this, all those years I was looking for that in those women. And I finally, you know, after 20 years 
figured it out and realized that I had to give that to myself. I couldn't go to all those women looking for the the love and affection and attention and uh, acceptance and forgiveness uh, that I needed. Uh, I, I needed all that from myself and I needed to give it to myself. I couldn't rely on all these women to do that for me. I really don't think I would have been ready to meet and date and marry my wife uh, if I would have met her before I spent that week in the psych ward because I hadn't come to that realization yet that I was uh, putting all my stuff on women and putting all my acceptance and, and everything about me on women and not accepting and loving myself first, which is uh, the most important thing that I had to do. I had to learn to do that. And it's it's funny. I thought about this. Do you know uh, what you learn? What's that? That the only common thing in all your failed relationships <laughs> is you. There it is. It all comes full circle. Um, like and, that's right. Uh, something I was thinking about. Um, if my wife were to cheat on me, if my wife were to do what uh, Carrie the Heartbreaker did to me, which is have a whole secret website with a whole secret sex life and a secret <laughs> girlfriend and all this bullshit. Oh, man. Uh, this is some of the things that go through my mind every now and then. If I actually found out that my wife was cheating on me and was, was unfaithful and whatnot, this is the, the difference now with my mentals now as opposed to back then. Um, I'm not saying I would be okay with it, but my actual first thought and reaction when I thought about that was, well, I hope she would be have, you know, happy. I hope she would be getting joy out of whatever she was doing. I, I really would be my first reaction was I, I hope she's doing something that brings her joy because I want her uh, to be happy because I love her and care about her. But I'm never going to get to that point again where I let a woman uh, doing what she does affect me. I have to look out for my mentals and I have to protect myself above everything else. Uh, and if my wife did do something like that, I would be, you know, hey, uh, hope you're enjoying it, and hasta la vista, and, and that's it. I, I can't let anyone else affect me because, you know, again, going back, all the way back to my first point, no one is obligated to take care of me and my mentals. Only I can take care of me and my mentals. And my my big point for anyone listening is you're just one person just like everyone else. You can't let someone else have more value than you. You have to make sure that you're number one and that other person is, they're number one in their minds. They're going to take care of themselves. Believe me, they're going to make sure they're okay uh, before you. You have to make sure that you're okay uh, before anyone else. And, you know, opinions and feelings uh, that other people have and exchanging of opinions and feelings, that is wonderful. There is nothing wrong with any of that. The problem is some of us let other people's opinions and, and desires uh, overlay our own. Don't ever let Twitter. anyone <laughs> don't let don't ever let anyone else's thoughts and opinions and desires and needs and wants overlay yours because you have to take care of you. Yeah. No one else is obligated I mean, to take care of you. I mean, how many times have I said? on this show that social media is, is the devil. I, I, yeah, I, I wasn't 
going to the, to the that, social media necessarily. That's but. part of it that I because I was just thinking about that as you were talking about that, and you know, and the people yeah. who you know they need that validation or they need something. Uh, you know, all the people who don't they don't need something to love; they need something to hate. They're, all their self worth is wrapped up in those things. And you talked about it with uh, with this with, with like Evaldi or any of these things, the support the abortion debate, right? How many people have just completely, like, lost their shit? Yeah, just going through Twitter on any of, uh, in the last three weeks between Uvalde, the abortion, and the January 6th hearings, going through Twitter in the last three is just nothing yeah. but doom scrolling. It's just bad news yeah. after bad news, and uh, oh, my God. Outrage, you know. outrage of the day, right? That's what Twitter has just yeah. become now. What, what what is the thing that I need to be outraged about today? What what is the algorithm determined will run my life? And it's all because people of, of passions and yeah, pat, people's passions getting inflamed about things and you know you you get passionate about stuff. That's what you know. You're a human, so that's understandable. But you got to take care of your mentals. You can't let it overcome you. You can't let it consume you. If you feel like it's consuming you. You got to get away. You got to walk away from it and put put the phone down, turn the computer off, whatever you got to do, go to the, the lake and look at the water. Go to, you know, if you, have, if you don't live near a lake or a body of water, go to your backyard and look at the grass. Yep. Just do something or have a hobby. Don't be like Harry and say, I have no hobbies. Have a hobby. Don't do something that brings you joy and, and, and <laughs> takes your mind off of, you know, the, right. going back around to that again. Um, yeah, just, but, yeah, get away. Get get your mind off of the bad news and all the bad stuff, oh, and, and take care of yourself because no one else will. So that's that's my big thing about mental. That's good advice. That's good advice. Thank you. And that's, that's, some, that's some good stuff. It's a lot of lot of stuff. A lot of personal stuff. A lot of stuff. But I I really feel like I uh, there's a lot of people out there that don't talk about things and, and experiences because they're they might be shy they uh, might be embarrassed might be ashamed of, of things that's happened things they've gone through they just uh very private don't want to talk about any of those things so i'm uh I, I almost feel like it's a service that since i don't have any shame and since i will talk about anything that i should right. uh, talk about anything and everything and, and share my experiences because that might help out somebody. If there's now one that person that listened that, that got helped out by that. That's what I was going to say. Now great. that it's committed to the record and it's out there in the universe and all it takes is that one person to listen to this show to, to have that speak to them. That's a, Hey, yeah. maybe I'm in a situation where I'm not taking care of myself and I'm trying to cater to this person's needs and always uh, demurring and deferring to them uh, I got to take care of me. I got to look out for number one. Because and hopefully that just speaks to them better than our, our some of our sports picks or <laughs> you know, some of the other things that we talk about on this show. Uh, hopefully. But, but yeah, uh, did you have any more uh, hard truths that you wanted to no, show? No, I had those two because I knew those were okay. solid gold. So I, I knew I had two really strong ones. All right. And those popped up uh, into my head right away because, you know, some of those are things that's just like just words I live by you know, or things I've seen that I always deal with. So none that I prepared. So I didn't write anything down because that's not my way. Yeah. Um, I write down very little, uh, if people haven't noticed for this show. Um, I should commit to doing more, but then I would be like you 
And, you know, <laughs> we, we got to have the whole, like, yin and yang thing going on here, like with, with our, you know, with our, our football picks, you know, with your, you're all the, the heavy research and I'm more of the field guy. But the way, it's been working for you. You've beaten my ass a bunch of years in a row, um, but, you know, but I've got the secret weapon this year. Oh, I'm off Sundays again. Wow. So I will actually be able to commit myself to watching games. What a concept. It's amazing. The thing that we do every week, I will actually be able to sit down on a Sunday. And I'm not saying that I will watch every Sunday from kickoff of the first game until the end of Sunday night football. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure I will week one, you know, but believe but me, I, I understand be, I, you're you're married with two children. That's not right. realistic that you'll yeah, be yeah, able to do that. My, I'm not going to blame them, but my success in my pick has definitely uh, <laughs> been been down since I had <laughs> more distractions going on. Um, you know, but it never really helped uh, this last season. I had no help because not only do I work on Sundays, they took all our TVs away from us. Yeah, that that's so that made it really hard. So that was me trying to watch a uh, red zone on sling kind of in between things and it that just didn't it didn't work. I, I mean it worked enough. As I love me some NFL red zone, but there is still something for sitting down and watching a game, you know, an in right. market or out of market, just sitting down and watching a football game. Because, yeah, you might not get to watch every team every week. You won't feel like back when I had the package. That's right. kind of my heyday, you know, and I could just flip, flip, flip. I mean, I, I was the red zone. Um, <laughs> but there's still something to be said that you still get that little bit of flavor for every team. You know, and even if I'm in, obviously I'm in Wisconsin, so it's all Packer games, I'm still seeing the teams they're playing. So every week. You, do, you just get more knowledge, right? You might not get to see every team, but then you always have your highlights, and you can watch your highlight packages. But highlight packages don't even always tell you the whole story. No, certainly. Because no, you, you can you, see you... a touchdown and then miss completely the fact that it was the only reason they got the touchdown was because of some, like, bullshit penalty. Right. You know. No, it's... <laughs> As you know, uh, watching the whole game is the only way you're going to get the whole uh, feel of, okay, this team is playing as a full unit and uh, they right. actually uh, look like they're well coached and uh, all these plays that they're pulling off, they're not you know running like it's a Chinese fire drill, which I don't know if you can say that anymore either, but I just did. Uh, um, yeah, I'll allow it. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, no, it, it definitely makes a, a difference. Not going to for these things, but... <laughs> Yeah, you'll you'll allow everything. Um, well, not but, everything, but most <laughs> things. But yeah, it definitely makes a difference watching a, a game as opposed to watching the highlights. And, and uh, I definitely enjoy watching uh, full games and, and seeing you know teams that it, it makes a difference when they come out and look like they're world beaters for the first fifteen plays, the scripted plays, and then after that, everything just goes to shit. And it's like, oh, okay, I see what happened there. They had yeah. their they had a scripted game plan, and then after that, they were complete garbage. And so, pretty uh, much uh, any Mike hey Jaguars, how you doing? Team. Mike Holmgren. <laughs> yeah, that was his move. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Um, so yeah, it, it makes a difference. Although when you say that you can get to watch the games now, and, and 
ostensibly be more knowledgeable. It makes me think about the fact that my I think my best week picking last year was the week last that I was in was, Cancun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. didn't see any of the games. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I last year for me was the most kind of disconnected I felt from my pick. Hmm. You know, like I was picking and I was, you know, they weren't all bad. It's not like I had a disaster season. Um, and if I hadn't, if I hadn't gotten COVID and, and switched all of my uh, <laughs> picks when it was desperation time, I might have been okay. Um, yeah. But it didn't work out. That was that sucked being laid up during the playoffs oh, sure. like that and barely even getting. I mean, I was watching like ten or fifteen minutes of a game, and then I was just out, you know. And even yeah. when I was watching those little bits, I, I wasn't really lucid. Like uh, that Baltimore, uh, the Buffalo Kansas City game, I missed the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, so I've only gotten to experience that in highlights, and that's. It's great in the highlights, but God, I can't well, imagine what that was like. Could you imagine being there? Oh, no, I really couldn't. What, it what it would have been. been like? I mean, I've been some electric. pretty. I've been in some pretty kind of hype places for sporting events, right? I've seen some pretty cool things live and in person. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've been to I've been to some crazy Cub games. I've been to some. I, I've been to playoff football uh, games, you know, like actual playoff football. Nothing like that, though. Yeah. What that had to have been like to to, to witness in person, just the ups and the downs and the back and the forth, and it looks like it's over, and then it's not over. Just, you know, and they changed the rules because of that game, didn't they? They did. Once again, the uh, the overtime, they, the, the Peyton Manning rule wasn't enough for you made it, uh, oh, Peyton Manning didn't touch the ball, so now we got to make it where yeah. either you score a touchdown or the other team gets a chance. And now we had this game where Josh Allen, uh, did he touch the ball in overtime? or No. Um, no. So now we got to make it worse. Uh, what, what did they do exactly? Is it uh, they took away the whole if you score a touchdown – uh, you win automatically. Yeah, I think I think if the other team scores a touchdown, you still get a chance to score a touchdown. Right. And it took if you away score where... a touchdown, then it's um it's sudden death or something. Sudden death. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, that only matters for the for the postseason. I can right. care less about the regular season. Yeah, I don't care yeah. either. You can play have ties. Safety, all that nonsense. Yeah, you want to play your 10 minutes and whatever, or the other team. You know, I have always been of the thought that if you want to play by those rules and keep it fair that way, then you should not have a coin toss for overtime. You should just let the road team get the ball first. Shit, fine by me. I, I mean, uh, why? Why, why yeah. would you ever leave it to a coin toss if the road team who is usually quote unquote the underdog more often than not right yeah earns the earns a tie at the end of regulation hey just like baseball right let the visitors go first <laughs> um 
then it takes away any of it. it. takes away the coin toss, takes away all the randomness, the 50-50. You just know. You go to overtime, the other team's getting the ball first. And with the new rule, um, it, it's wide, widely acknowledged or common knowledge or thought that now everyone that wins the toss in overtime is going to defer and give the ball up because you want right, to see want to if the other you team to scores a touchdown. Right. Yeah. And if they don't, then you know if you score a touchdown, you win. So you you know you take that air of mystery away. So that's why I don't even think the coin toss should be a thing. I, I I don't even know if you should have a coin toss before the game. It's dumb. <laughs> Kick off to the visitors, right? I, I mean, yeah, you can you can, uh, you, know, you could you, you could do that in the NBA. Floor. You could just start with the uh, you know with the with the road team uh, getting the ball out of bounds too. You don't have to have a tip off either. So you know. Oh, I would just put the ball on the fifty yard line and let them have a uh, like a, a scrum oh. for the ball like rugby. Well, no, that's that's XFL shit. That that was that yeah. Was so, no, don't no, don't don't do did that. Did they actually that do that? Was, they did. They they sure did. This is the XFL. That, first of all, it's pretty hilarious making them fight for the ball to start the game. <laughs> Imagine like your like when your players gets hurt. Right on the on the on the pre kickoff scrum or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it, it was, yeah, the XFL did that. It was a gimmick, and, and it was it was kind of dumb because you you watch that uh, as someone who actually watched XFL games when it when it you know the first time around. I um, think I might have watched the first week. That was most people though. Yeah, it had a pretty damn good rating that first week. Second week, not so much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like the apple. The apple. Yeah, I, I watched that, that scrum, and it's like, this is how you're starting a game? Really? Uh, oh, okay. Um, and, and what it did was it served to sort of fire up the, the, the sort of the bloodthirsty in the in the crowd, the fans that wanted to see the, you know, the blood and guts and the violence. And yeah. um, it, it fed into them and made them, you know, pop them for about five seconds. But for most everybody else watching, it was like, what, what is this? this? This looks really dumb. Okay. So. I, I wasn't all, a fan of that. I, I, I've always thought that the NFL is missing the boat by not having minor league, a, a minor league system of, the, of, of of some kind that could work. No, well, the problem is they have it. It's called college, and uh, well, yeah. all those kids that are <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm talking no, about uh, all those practice squad type guys, or all those all, all those UDFA's that you put all those guys together in a season that runs concurrently, like with the NFL teams, right? Maybe it only runs for 12 weeks during then. And then you have, like with the NFL, you get, you get your, like, December call-up. You know, you can expand your roster by a couple of guys or something. Yeah, I, I agree in general. Um, I just know it won't happen because they have the minor league feeder system that they want, which is college, which is all the unpaid well, yeah. labor. They, you know, unpaid. Would, Are you sure? Uh, they they might be able to get a hundred dollars here and there now, or, oh, okay. or if they can. But they better not be getting baseball. crab legs. Oh, can't can't do that. Can't get a ham or, sandwich. Or can't. they better not use their images and likenesses, or or whatever yeah. the the phrases that they talk about. Oh my god. Yeah, the NIL is it's going to ruin everything because yeah. the players might actually be compensated, and God forbid, that's the end of the world, right? Um, 
No, this is the perfect system for the NFL because they don't have to pay for any of that shit. All the colleges have to pay for the training, the weights, the the coaching, uh, all of that. The NFL has nothing to do with it. And then they institute the rule that you can't come into the NFL until after your uh, third year of college. And that's just – it's a perfect system for the NFL because it it absolves them of all responsibility. So it's awesome for them. I think that there's money to be had if there was a system and you can do it with like eight teams – and it's just the feeder system or practice squad type players from all these other teams, right? Um, so they're still playing. They're still getting practice. You still have rosters put together, right? You don't have to make them maybe as, as voluminous rosters, you know, because these are your practice guys. Don't really care if they get hurt. Um, you can probably get away with like a 45 or 48-man roster. You could probably trim the rules down a little bit. Um, I, 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 and you could plop this in cities that are NFL hungry, right? And you sure. could, I, 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 I'm calling Roger DeGale. I, you know, put my <laughs> name on that. I would, I, I think that would be successful only for the fact that it would be branded, stamped, approved. Anything that the NFL puts its shield on will be a moneymaker. That's the problem that you have with all of these other leagues is they're getting the players who aren't even good enough to be on the NFL practice squad. Yeah, I I think I agree with you in general. Um, it's just that uh, the the liability, uh, the NFL. You yeah, know I mean, what if the, you send the guy off, if you send the guy off to the camp thing and he goes and he gets destroyed, right? Now you got to pay for his medical the rest of your life and yeah. uh, pay for his brain uh, surgery and and all of that. For money, but the NFL is all about protecting the money they have and avoiding right. liability. That is all that that is the best thing that, that they do more than anything else is they know how to avoid liability and protect their, their assets and protect their yeah. money. I uh, also cannot wait till we can finally get a show where we get some clarity and, and some resolution to this whole Deshaun Watson thing. Cause wow, uh, we're almost into July and boy, they're dragging this one out. Aren't they? Uh, I was just watching on uh, Espen this morning, and apparently whatever this uh, um, uh, uh, collectively bargained punishment that's going to go down, that's in it, that's in the middle of being decided now, but might not be decided for for weeks still. So that process this, has started. They cannot let this drag into the season. Can they? You, you wouldn't think so, but if the – arbitrator that's going to decide the punishment takes all the way up until into July. Um, yeah. That's going to, that's going to be a problem because whatever she decides, Deshaun Watson is going to immediately appeal. And then however long that takes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You are risking it going into uh, past. I, I mean, I, the worst case scenario for, for all parties is that we get through week two and the Browns are two and zero, oh, and Deshaun Watson's got like eight TVs and one pick. And then, oh, by the way, you just got a you just got a a twenty game ban. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I'm with you. I cannot imagine them allowing him to start the season and then deciding to give him the the one year rip uh, after yeah. it starts. That I, I, that I can't see. I'm feeling. I'm feeling a year. I am too. But that's you know, mostly because that's what I've been reading uh, on on the internet. Is most people's opinion is that it's going to be a well, year. Well, then it must be true. 
but some, but some of those people are are getting leaked from from the actual right. NFL but that's sources. Just my sense is that you know I mean when you think I, I mean it's funny because they'll talk about like the the uh, they, they equate it to the Calvin Ridley thing. Yeah, same thing, exact same thing. Betting a thousand dollars on sports versus molesting yeah. twenty five masseuses. Yeah, that we know about that have actually it, said that, that that spoke up, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh um, man, might might be sixty more waiting out there. Well, twenty uh, twenty of them settled, so we're down to five now. Uh, all but four, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then I think after that happened, another one came forward. Another so one added their either, name for yeah. now. It's five, yeah. Yeah. Someone else threw their hat in the ring. I think we're down to either four or five now. Um, yeah, we didn't talk so, about that when it happened. Which all my thought about that is, why the fuck didn't you start selling when this shit first started, man? Why do you wait till now? You knew yeah, you did well, it. Just pay him. One, Maybe isn't it a new allegation, but or one of the four remaining actually filed a lawsuit directly against the Houston Texans. Yeah, that's so, the other part that's going to be uh, right. possibly nasty is what part did the Texans play in giving out uh, non-disclosure agreements and trying to keep all this hush hush back when they uh, thought they could control the situation. Now you're now now you're tarnishing the shield, right? I, I didn't touch those women. I ain't tarnishing shit. Uh, I'm just saying. No, no, no! I'm saying oh. that that's what the that's what the allegation is. You're not just going after the player now. You're going after the team. The, the team. The yeah. The the actual organization and, and making it Correct. an organizational thing. That's where you're tarnishing the shield. You're not doing it. Oh, okay. Just yeah, the, and then that was Texans mm-hmm. are the ones who were most likely doing it. And uh, yeah, if and there's. That shouldn't surprise anyone because, by all accounts, the Texans are about the only organization besides the commanders that are uh, even shittier in the front office and, and the way they handle things. <laughs> and those are the those are the two that are under investigation, oh. and, and rightfully yeah, so, the because they are both trash, trash organizations. Yeah, so it'll be uh, interesting when we get to finally unpack that. And, you know, not just from a morality play standpoint, which is awful, but, you know, once you start to break down the X's and O's and, you know, God, there's still rumors that they're going to just trade Baker. You can't go back to him. That uh, relationship would seem to be about as bad as Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and, yeah, there's Aaron Rodgers back with the Packers, so I don't know. But Aaron Rodgers is good. True, but the Browns think Baker's kind of good. The Browns do not need Baker. No. But the fact that they I, I have him. And... Honestly, I don't want to be like the guy, but if Deshaun Watson gets, you know, a year and they've moved on from Baker, replacement guy A could be just as good leading that team as Baker may be. Replacement guy A in this case being, I believe, Jacoby Brissett, old Jack Brisket. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Uh, you you want to rethink that Baker so fast? Baker, <laughs> Baker, we know it's a shitty situation, but at least we're building up your value if you keep playing. <laughs> you know, you, you're still getting paid, right? Uh, you can play yourself into a better deal. We'll give you a really sweet sign and trade. Oh, please, uh, oh, please, oh, please, Baker. <laughs> the only uh, hard truth we can take out of that situation at the moment is don't draft Deshaun Watson in your fantasy leagues. I had a feeling he's not going to play for you. Yeah, unless it's a keeper league. And draft right, him not late. this year. 
if it's this year, if it's one year only, don't draft Deshaun Watson. I don't think you're going to get much value out of that. Yeah, but if it's a dynasty league, yeah, you might want to think about it. Maybe. Yeah, you might be keeper Maybe. level. I mean, if you could roll into next year with Deshaun Watson on that team, I, I, honestly, all of the, you know, character flaws aside, I mean, if he's healthy going into this season and he's got the practice, and it, I mean, that's, they're Super Bowl contenders. No, they are. That's, that's the big if. That's... That team has been loaded for three years. That's, that's why uh, the Haslam's gave him $230 million guarantee because they think he's the last so if piece. He gets suspended, does he still get paid? I think so. It's guaranteed. That's that's if it's not guaranteed. If it's uh, if it, if he doesn't, you got to re uh, reevaluate the definition of the word guaranteed. Well, I don't <laughs> know how that works. If you, I, I mean, if it's, it's you have guaranteed. a guaranteed contract, but you get suspended for something like that, if they're still going to pay your salary for this, if you're still a cap hit, um, all that, all that stuff. I don't know how that works because we don't see this very often. Cap situations, I definitely can't speak to to that. I have no idea about how all that works. Um, but his money is his money. I, I don't. I really Man. don't think uh, they, the NFL can do anything about that. So you did all that stuff. You you wrecked your franchise. Now they're getting sued, and, yep. and you just, just sit there and you know. And you keep denying it, even though your yeah. lawyer said, "Well, he might have done it, but it's not illegal." So which is you still it? get to not do it. You still or get to count all those fat stacks. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's not going to change. Money. A lot of hush money he just got. Uh, that, to me, that's another, um, and I already mentioned it when we were talking about it earlier this this spring, but that's the one of the hidden interesting parts of, of the, whole, the whole development, the whole giving him that much guaranteed money is that that's the most guaranteed money by a mile that anyone's ever given an NFL player. And yeah. now the precedent is there. And so when if, if you're Justin Herbert and you're looking at the charges when your contract comes up and they yeah. don't want to guarantee all your money, if you're Joe Burrow after what he just did for that for that Cincinnati Bengals franchise and his contract comes up and you go, well, I can't guarantee your whole contract. What do you think you're Deshaun Watson? I can't do that. What? So that that's the thing to me is the precedent that that guaranteed contract said, like all these young guys that are, about to have their contracts come up and obviously need to be, you know, signed by their team and kept by their team. You don't go through drafting Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or uh, any of these other young hot guys. And you don't do that just to say, well, we're going to just let you walk because you want too much guaranteed money. You, you can't do that. But can you guarantee 300, 400, 500 million dollars? Uh, that's the that's the that's the deal now. The one hundred percent for Deshaun Watson. I mean, Mahomes got a half a bill, and I don't but even know that's not that guaranteed. Was, I don't know how much of that was guaranteed. I'm, I'm guessing a chunk. I'm sure it was a chunk, but it was, sure the hell wasn't a hundred percent. It wasn't anywhere near yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, and, and Patrick Mahomes isn't going to just be up and cut any day soon. But stranger things have happened. Yeah, you wouldn't think so, but that's the point of not guaranteeing it is if he breaks his leg and can't play for two years, yeah, they are going to cut his ass because it's the NFL. <laughs> that That's true. You could, tell, you could do an Alex Smith. Oh. Or RG3. We, we're 
No one's wishing that on, on Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Or RG3, just collapse under your own weight. Yeah. Yeah, stuff, stuff happens, absolutely. Yeah, we got a little football in there. And, uh, well, you little know, all of the... we, are, we are a sports, ostensibly sports podcast. It's so hard to talk about sports in the middle of summer because it's just there's nothing going on. It's baseball, and, and that's yeah. about it. The, the NBA draft happened. Those. Yeah, which I pay no attention to. There was a trade apparently in the NBA, and I, I realized I might want to watch just a little bit more NBA because there was some trade today that was announced, and I had no idea who these players were that were traded. <laughs> like I never heard, I've never heard of either of you guys. One of them was like a franchise record holder for one of the teams for how many threes they've. I've never heard of you. <laughs> never heard of these guys in my life. Well, it's uh, you know you get to a point in your in your life where things just aren't as important. You know, you we, we kept up with all this stuff when we were younger because sports was really huge, and now yeah. you know we got families yeah. and you know things more important, jobs and whatnot. And you know, it was also very easy to keep up with basketball because you're watching the Bulls, and they were good. That, boy, that's a long time ago. Ooh. But I mean, that's um, what we grew up with. We basically yeah. grew up with the Jordan Bulls. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's the uh, the Dejounte uh, Murray, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Yeah, the Spurs. No idea. Uh, All star last year. Um, I, he came out of nowhere. I I'd never heard of him before last year. I know that much. Um, <laughs> but you heard of him more than I did. Well, so I don't know if I, I will resolve myself to watching more NBA just because it's just like. I don't know. I have to resolve myself to watch more football this year because we actually we don't have we have an NBA podcast. I would resolve myself to watch more NBA. And we do talk right. a little bit of basketball on here, and I try not to embarrass myself. Um, do you you have any access at all to NFL Network? Like, uh, if you yeah. wanted to, because uh, they're probably playing. They're probably playing that that Buffalo Kansas City game uh, on repeat all the way up until the season begins. I've seen the whole highlight package. I, I mean, I've seen what I needed to see, and it was insane. Plus, you okay. know, when you talked about it, oh, it was an experience. It was yeah. one of the most entertaining games I've ever seen. There's, there's no doubt about that. I I probably called it the best game or one of the most one of the greatest games I've ever saw at the time that it happened. So yeah, if you if right. you wanted to sit there and get the whole, the atmosphere of the whole thing from beginning to end, uh, then yeah, check out the the whole game pod, uh, the whole game cast of it. But yeah, you've seen the whole, you've seen the highlights, and yeah, that that does give you most of the gist of of what it was about. But no, sitting through the whole thing was uh, that was an experience. Right, and it's and it's just the sort of the the cherry on top of the Sunday that you built from the ground up that was, that has been your complete turnaround on the career of Josh Allen. He's the man. Just, I mean, just from where he started through the progression, you know, and, and, and I mean, how much we, we made fun of him. And it's just like, and now, I mean. He's a fucking ass kicker. I, I cannot possibly, top five, I, I can't deny top five. it. I mean, he's, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, I'm not going to rank them, but if you were, you know, he, he's up there. He's damn yeah. good. And, and that game, what you were watching, because we talked about that when we talked about the game, you weren't watching bad defense. You, you're just no. watching 
You were watching a master class of playing quarterback. Watching precision quarterback playmaking, not just plays, uh, not just throws, but making plays, making shit that's not there. Just uh, yeah. so you get me all excited now. We're in June talking football. Yeah, um, and, you're ready. <laughs> hey, you know, me, what are back we, to that game. Oh my god. What are we? How far? We can't be but six weeks away from Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yep, camp's around the corner. I mean, what weekend is that? I hope that's not the weekend on vacation. Um, Uh-oh. Usually the first uh, weekend in September, right? And if, no, 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 no. August, right? NFL yeah, Hall of Fame game 2022. Jacksonville. Ooh. Yeah, I won't be watching the game itself, but, yeah, the, the, the weekend is uh, usually that first weekend in August. Uh, Raiders Jaguars Hall of Fame game Thursday August fourth, and I am. On, this is funny because I am on vacation. I'm out of town on vacation. August uh, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay, so, uh, so NFL Hall of Infamy will not be happening that weekend. Well, we could. We probably could. We could sneak it in. Maybe who's doing NFL this year? NFL this year has to be me because so I'm pretty sure I did yeah. baseball last year. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Hang on here, because if we could, we could probably sneak it in on that Saturday night since I don't have to prepare. <laughs> right, right. It's not my show. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, I know I did baseball last year because I had the uh, the the beginning and end the uh, the the twin entries of the Angry Black Men of Albert Bell and Milton Bradley. <laughs> that means football yeah. is me this year. Uh, yeah, actually, I have it here already. Uh, this is how I always will remember. Every time when I do my Hall of Infamy, I change the year of my entry in my notes to the next time I do it. So this oh. year is football for you. Mm-hmm. And I have, because I have right here, 2023 Hall of Infamy Infamous, the candidates. Um, so that means I'm doing baseball this year. My baseball list is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, you, so you got some calling to do. Yeah, I'm not even going to be, yeah, I, 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 I don't prepare for much, but I am prepared always for um Hall of Fame, Hall of Infamy. When is MLB? MLB, Hall of Fame. Now, this is the show up. prep, folks. You're, you're hearing all of our show prep right now. July 24th. Uh, wow. Okay, that's the week before. There you go. So July 24th is a Friday. We're not doing a Friday night show. No. But, okay, so I would assume that weekend. July 25th or 26th that weekend, I'll be doing my baby. So I'm just good because I got to start. So I got to so start getting my stuff together. That's only a month away. That's right. So that would basically be uh, us just deciding if we want to throw a show in before those two because then uh, those two are pretty much back to back now. Yeah, we, we'll figure that out as uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, something um, will happen. Something mm-hmm. will come up. We'll go up. Oh, Throw one in there. Um, I am on another cruise in the middle of July, and oh. so that uh, I will not be around after the. Uh, let's see, whatever the third uh, 
week in July is I'll be out uh, on the seas. So that's the 17th through the 23rd. Correct. I will be uh, I'll be out and back in town by the 24th. Um, oh, oh, and the 24th is the induction ceremony for Hall of Fame this year in Cooperstown. So I don't know if you want to come okay. home and be on a show that Sunday night, but it'll be around uh, the 24th. I was actually looking at June. Uh, it's a Sunday. It's oh, always a Sunday. Right. So, yeah, that's the 24th. Um, and, and, same theory for me. I could come home that weekend and do the baseball That's hall of me show because I don't have to prepare for that. So right, but you know, I, I'm I'm usually home on Tuesdays or or Wednesdays or you know in those evenings. So we could always make it. Not like we are being held to any standard or anything. As long as we do it within a couple of days of the event, I think we're okay. Uh, I'm I'm totally fine. By the way, on the on Sunday the 24th, I'm, we're not flying okay. in Sunday. We're flying home uh, Saturday, and then I got, got Sunday it. off anyway because I always have Sunday off. Um, All right. So I'm 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 available after the 23rd of July. So I will have to. So yes, I will have to start making my my cut list for yeah. for MLB. And, and, and my uh, cut list for, for football off the same old envelope that I've kept my nominees for eight years now. It's a good list. Okay. I mean, they're pretty solid. Some of them are those, like, head slappers, like, how did I not – how is this guy or whoever not made it in already? And then there's some that are just good, you know, just good, solid, our, our style uh, Hall of yeah. Infamy uh, picks. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a fan of our style of storytelling, uh, we we always bring the goods. <laughs> and yeah, we've hit baseball just as hard if not harder than we've hit football on these. And got I mean, a lot more to get to in baseball. Football is so cause... much more so much more rich as far as what it gives us cuz the rosters are so big and there's just so much depravity that we <laughs> just know about or so much more. Um, in football, but we'll find it. We're doing pretty good on our baseball side, too. Yeah, there's plenty more to get to in baseball because we kind of just started that Hall of Infamy. That's only three, four years uh, old. Yeah. yeah. So, so. so that's our uh, upcoming schedule, the uh, the Hall of Infamy shows. Uh, we may have another general show in between that time, but uh, our Baseball Hall of Infamy scheduled for uh, around the weekend of July the 24th and the Football Hall of Infamy for somewhere around the uh, well, it, we'll 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 figure that out if we want to do it before you uh, go on your vacation or after. So that's I still to be determined. I, mean, I am completely fine uh, doing a show on that Saturday night before I leave for vacation. Okay, and that would be Hall of Fame weekend. Um, that's the sixth so of August. The sixth. I mean, and I could do it. I mean, honestly, it's your show. I could do it Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Wednesday. I don't care. Hall of Fame <laughs> game is Thursday the 4th. I could do it any, pretty much any day. Just tell me 9 p.m. I'll be there. Okay. So there you go. Just don't so do it our, Sunday uh... the 7th or, <laughs> or the 8th, the 9th, or the 10th. I won't be there. Got it. So that's our upcoming schedule. I only had to call uh, the schedule. show once, I think, from a hotel. <laughs> and you're trying to avoid ever doing that again. 
It was an experience. <laughs> Glad I stayed yeah. did it once. Right. All right. Uh, unless you have something else, I think we're finally done here. No, that was, a, that was a good show. We got to a lot. I'm sure there's things we didn't get to. But that's always. Oh man, there's there's so many hard oh, truths and I, hard facts that we still haven't got to. We got five, four, four minutes before we might get snipered. Um, sure. I don't sure. know if you have found this. I oh my god I have to find this it's on YouTube and uh, it is it is amazing um, I gotta find the name of this channel spare with me filibuster for a second or something um, I, I have not been looking at any YouTube channels basically my YouTube interaction is all wrestling and, uh, and exercise videos unfortunately. Okay. So, you have to find this YouTube channel called The Museum of Chicago Classic of Classic Chicago Television. Ah. And it is old like news broadcasts from like when we were growing up. Yeah. And it is, and it's, and or or TV shows that were broadcast. A lot of it's like 70s and 80s. You want to talk about like time capsule type stuff? Being that we're Chicago guys, uh, that's the rabbit hole right there. God, the first name that jumped in my mind when you talk about old Chicago newscasts is Fahey Flynn and his bow ties. Is Fahey Flynn on there? <laughs> I don't know, but you go find it. It's it, you'll see. You'll remember, like the the you just you'll remember all these people, like people you forgot about, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, that you grew up watching, and uh, yeah, it'll all be oh, Fahey Flynn, there he is. There you go. I just looked can't, it up, can't... and it was yeah, here it is, uh, WLS Channel Seven Eyewitness News, 1976. Yeah. And there he is with his bow tie. You'll be very happy to know it's on there. <laughs> can't have old new old Chicago newscasts without talking about some Fahey Flynn, baby. Come on. So. It's on there. It's funny as I'm finding the channel and it just starts, you know, auto playing one of the videos. That's the first yep. thing that showed up. It said Baby <laughs> Flynn and John Daly and all those. Oh, so, I'm sure Ron Majors, Carol Marine, all those old yeah, old timers are on there. Childers, they're all. Oh, on there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Because you know, we're Chicago guys, and fall down the rabbit hole that is the Museum of Classic Chicago Television. It's not just worth it for the shows, it's the commercials. Old I was head. sitting through one. Oh, yeah, there was like an old episode of Spectre Man on there. <laughs> Remember Spectre Man? And, yeah. uh, and a whole episode from Channel 60 before it switched over to Channel 50, and there was a College of Automation commercial on there. Oh, jeez. And that was at the, uh, the S-U-C-C-E-S. It, it wasn't that one. It was the same phone number, but it wasn't the song. And I won't yeah. sing it because I still know it, but <laughs> it wasn't the, the song with the success, but that was, that was their phone number. Okay. So they said that at the very end, and uh, it, it, yeah, I may have, I may have laughed audibly when I saw that. <laughs> so that, I'm glad I was able to get that in for you. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Go find that, and you know, while you're doing nothing. Because <laughs> well, I have no hobbies at all. None. Right. Correct. Nothing at all. 
Oh, I should have known. Oh, anyway. There you go. That's for the for the old Chicago heads out there. That's that's good. That's a good one. All right. Now I, I believe we're we're finished. Now I'm we're done. done. No, now we're done. Um, all right. He oh, is Jay. Yeah. I am Dre. This has been Kings of Non Sequitur, the off season version of in much less detail the podcast. I was just about to hit the outro music and my board disappeared because our show is in the after after show. So no music, unfortunately. If you came here to listen to old 80s music and go back with our with the, with the old heads and all the old outro music that I have queued up. You can't hear that, but uh, glad you joined us anyway. Hopefully you got some, some good stuff out of our hard truths and our hard facts and life lessons. And, yeah, we, we probably could go another six or seven, each of us, um, at least. Uh, but we, we cut it where we did, and, and hopefully there's some good stuff in there. Uh, so yeah, that's our schedule of uh, in the future in the, the toward the end of July, weekend of the 23rd, we'll have the baseball hall of infamy brought to you by Jay. And in the weekend of, uh, August the 6th, we will have the football hall of infamy brought <coughs> to you by me. And when, before then we may have another show that we stick in there, uh, somewhere, uh, after the all-star break, I guess it would be. Uh, so we'll see. If not, then those are the next two shows that you will hear from us. Hopefully you enjoyed tonight's show, and we will talk to you down the road. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. All right.